this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 105, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello! I am very excited about today's show. I am very excited about the books I'm going to tell you about. I Do, do you think I say the word excited a lot? I think I say it probably almost as much as I say the word book. I just am so excited about books all the time. So I use that word. And it's true. Uh, so before I tell you about these books that I am so excited about, let me tell you about today's sponsor. It is Book Riot Insiders. Have you tried Book Riot Insiders? If not, your time is now. It's our resource specially designed for fellow book nerds, and you can try it for free for two weeks. There are different levels available, so you can decide which perks you want, from a monthly behind-the-scenes newsletter to exclusive podcasts and giveaways. And speaking of perks, we've got a new release index curated by resident philosophy reader Liberty Hardy, so you can see the most exciting new books coming in the next few months. Check it out and sign up for your 14-day free trial at insiders.bookriot.com. So, once again, talking about myself in the third person. I don't know, like, I'm like, should I say, I do the count? I, I don't know what to say there, so I just always say my name. You know, it's also good to, like, remember, you know, because I forget a lot of things a lot of the time now, so it's good to, like, remind myself who I am, so. And it's good to remind people about books, which is what I'm going to do now. So this week, a book came out that I absolutely loved called The Vexations. It's by Caitlin Horrocks, and it's about the French composer Eric Satie. So I was thinking about books, like fiction, that feature real people, like celebrities, uh, politicians, people from history, and there are a lot of them. I mean, a lot of them. Uh, so I thought I'd talk about a few of my favorites. It was hard to, like, whittle it down, though. There are so many good ones. Um, but starting with The Good Lord Bird by James McBride, which should be a TV series or a movie soon. I think, like, Ethan Hawke is doing it. I don't know if he's actually going to be in it, but I know he's producing it. So I'm excited about that. But it's a novel about Henry Shackelford. He is an 11-year-old slave in the Kansas Territory in 1857 when the novel opens. And John Brown, the abolitionist, comes to town. And he gets in a fight with Henry's master. And for reasons that I'm not going to go into here, Henry is also wearing a dress. And so John Brown thinks that he's a little girl and takes him with him when he leaves because he's going to free him. And, you know, Henry's in a lot of trouble, so he goes with him and continues to let them think that he's a young girl. And so they all kind of, like, protect him, and he goes along with them, you know, for a couple of years, and it all ends up, you know, at Harper's Ferry, which did not go well for anyone, um, if you know the history of that at all. Uh, if not, you should look it up. It's very interesting. But this novel is so, so good. It won the National Book Award, and it's fantastic. It's The Good Lord Bird by James McBride. Also winner of the... National Book Award. I was thinking about this novel because I feel like when everyone read it, they were, they were just stunned by how great it was, and all of a sudden I feel like nobody mentions it anymore. 
and I want everyone to read it because it's so beautiful. It's Let the Great World Spin by Colin McCann. I can't think of the last time I heard somebody mention this book. It's so, so good. And it's about, well, it's not about. So there's Philip Petit. If you don't know who he is, he was the French acrobat who walked the um, wire between the two World Trade Center towers when they were being built. Um, very famous stunt, you know, like no net, no, like just up there. It was something he wanted to do. He felt compelled to do it. Uh, and so this book is several stories revolving around those events around that day. And it's so beautiful. I think I underlined like a hundred something things in this book. I bought two copies because I just kept underlining the paperback. Um, I would never do that in a hardcover. I, I don't know why. I guess maybe because hardcovers cost more. I should think about that. But it's so good. And also, there is a documentary uh, called Man on Wire, I think. Um, not the not the movie that they made about him with Joseph Gordon-Levitt about Philip Petit, but, like, the documentary Man on Wire. I saw that in the theater, and it is so stressful. They have, like, amazing footage of him doing this, this amazing feat, and he's, like, telling you about it, but you're watching him do it, and you're like... Oh yeah, that man is gonna fall to his death. Like absolutely, hundred percent. Even though he's like narrating the thing, it just—it's so stressful that it's like he's—he's oh, he's gonna fall. It's amazing, so good. So that is the documentary about Philip Petit, but also the book, so so amazing. Let the great world spin by Colin McCann. I'm just so wound up today. I'm excited about everything. All right, my next pick is Saint Maisie by Jamie Attenberg which is a novel about a real woman who lived in New York City. Her name was Maisie Phillips, and she lived in New York City at the beginning of the 20th century. Uh, she owned a famous movie theater, and she was well-known in the neighborhood in the Bowery. And during the Great Depression, she was well-known for helping out those in need. Um, she took care of a lot of the people in her area when, when the area fell on hard times. Um, and one thing I learned from this book that I did not know was that there was a Wall Street bombing back then. I had never heard that. Like, I was never taught that or read anything that mentioned it. Uh, so, yeah, there was, like, a, a bomb on Wall Street, and, like, a serious damage, like, many, many, many years ago, um, which I had never heard of. I thought that was really interesting, which is another great reason to read books, because you learn stuff. Um, also, I just want to mention again, if you haven't heard me say it a hundred times, Jamie's new book comes out in October. October? Yeah. And it's called All This Could Be Yours, and it's one of my favorite novels of the year. It's her best, and it's incredible. So mark it down now. And this one, also amazing, is called Saint Maisie. It's by Jamie Attenberg. My next pick is The Killer Angels by Michael Shara, which is the most incredible novel about the Civil War that I have ever read. And you know that I've read a lot of them. This one is just specifically the four days of the Battle of Gettysburg. I know some people try to read it, and it's too like, military-heavy, it's too action-heavy, it's just very specific about the battle. And so, like, that's understandable if that's not your thing. Um, but I kept looking at the cover because I was like, this is not a novel. This can't be a novel. It's basically, it, re it reads like nonfiction. Like, basically, it's like he was there, like, watching. It's so incredible. And it also includes Joshua Chamberlain, one of our main heroes here in Maine, who became the Bowdoin president much later on. His famous words were, stand firm, ye boys of Maine, which is like a cool rallying cry. And when I went to the Joshua Chamberlain exhibit, uh, I bought a t-shirt that said that, but is totally a different thing if you wear it and walk around Maine. So I don't wear that shirt anymore. Um, so this 
is one of those books where it did so well. It won the Pulitzer. Um, they made a prequel and then one after it. So if you look at this book, it says it's the second in the series, but it actually came first and stands on its own. Much like Lonesome Dove, the same thing happened with Lonesome Dove. They went back and wrote some other books. I say they. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't a bunch of people. It was just Larry McMurtry. Um, or maybe he has a bunch of people writing for... I don't know. Like We don't actually know, do we? But anyway, so... Um, it's, it stands by itself. So if you see that it says the second book, it's, it, don't worry about that. So good. It's The Killer Angels, and it's by Michael Shara. My next pick is The Moore's Account by Leila Lalami. And it's about Mustafa al-Zamore. And he was a slave of a Spanish conquistador. And they set out him and his master and a bunch of other explorers and people on the ship. They set out for Florida. And only four people on that trip survive, like, make it to Florida. And Mustafa is one of those people. And so this is sort of, they call it the imagined memoirs of the first black explorer of America. Because not much is known about him, so the author had a lot of um, space to just imagine, like, what was going on then. Just, like, very few things are known about him. Um, but the novel is amazing, nominated for a million awards, finalist for the Pulitzer... So good. It's The Moore's Account by Leila Lalami. My next pick is Fever by Mary Beth Keene, whose book Ask Again Yes was just picked for the Tonight Show Book Club. Um, this is her first novel, I believe, uh, called Fever. It's about Mary Mallon, who is, was, or is, <laughs> she's not allowed anymore. She was an Irish immigrant in New York City. She worked as a cook for a lot of families and a lot of big homes, and she also was identified as the first healthy carrier of typhus. So yes, Mary Mellon was Typhoid Mary. You might recognize that name. Um, and this is about what happened to her, and she kind of plays both sides. Like, because she was a healthy, she was a healthy carrier, they put her in solitary confinement when they finally figured out that it was her, and, you know, she was very upset because she was, she wasn't sick, and she was fine, and the press were kind of like, she's a murderer, she's a terrible person, um, and she and Mary Beth Keene kind of plays both sides, and you have to decide, like, was she a victim, or was she a villain? Uh, it's really good. So again, it is Fever by Mary Beth Keene, and also Ask Again Yes is so good. Definitely check that one out as well. Uh, my next pick is Fallen Beauty by Erica Roebuck, and it is about one of my favorite people, Edna St. Vincent Millay, another Mainer. Um, she is not the main character. Uh, Erica has written several books about uh, famous people from history, and usually it's like there's a fictional person who is the main character of the book who happens to inhabit this world where the famous person is. So in this case, there's a young woman named Laura. It's the 20s, and she's a good-time girl, and things take a dark turn, and now like she's working as a seamstress, and she becomes involved in Edna St. Vincent Millay's life. Uh, and you see her through Laura's eyes. Um, and it's fantastic. And if you've ever wanted to know anything about Edna St. Vincent Millay, uh, I would definitely recommend picking up Savage Beauty, the biography that Nancy Milford wrote many, many years ago now, because it is one of the most incredible biographies I've ever read, just of anyone in general. And also, it was edited by Benjamin Dreyer, he of Dreyer's English. So that's a cool little fact, too. So... That is it for my picks for today. Oh, that last one again was Fallen Beauty by Erica Roebuck. Um, no dealer's choice, but I want to remind you that August is 
Women in Translation Month. So um, I'm going to make an effort to try and read some more Women in Translation. Uh, and also on my Instagram, which is Friends and Comes Alive, I'm going to try and post a few of my favorites. So you can check that out. And thank you for hanging out with me today and listening to me say excited and amazing a zillion times, at least. Um, and also, thank you to our sponsor, Book Riot Insiders. You can check it out and sign up for your 14-day free trial at insiders.bookriot.com. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. And if you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Rebecca Shinsky to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading.